Welcome to another episode of Healing Through Love. Each week, we share ideas, experiences, and resources to increase the awareness of domestic and family violence and to empower survivors to grow and thrive. We talk with experts who share their advice or with people who have experienced abuse, no matter where they are on their journey. This is all about healing through love. And now, here are your hosts, Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. The Healing Through Love podcast with Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. Join us for an enlightening conversation with Liz Holland, CEO and lifelong expert in sensory processing disorder in episode 87. Well, uh, sensory processing disorder is, is a complex neurological disorder. Uh, there's a lot of syndrome. There's a lot of words for it. We want to take the negativity out of it. So disorder is being used less and less. But it, it means your senses are super sensitive, super triggered, that when you experience a trigger in, you have the five senses, but you also have sense of equilibrium or sense of balance. There's, you know, it goes beyond just the five senses, but we'll talk about the five senses just to make it easy. But I can have, oh, a dozen triggers in any one sense. And if I ha- if I'm triggered by one thing, then the other senses become hyper alert and hyper, you know, if they might, they might get triggered by something that is, I wouldn't normally get triggered with. The Healing Through Love podcast with Charlene Lynch and Rose Davidson. Hello and welcome to the Healing Through Love podcast. I'm your host, Charlene Lynch from charlenelynch.com. Healing Through Love is here to help victims and survivors of family and domestic violence find their way back to living a more meaningful life. We interview experts and survivors who share their personal stories and offer advice to those who've experienced abuse, no matter where they are on their journey. As well as the Healing Through Love podcast, we hold annual Pamper Days here in Adelaide, South Australia, for survivors of domestic and family violence and local businesses come together to pay it forward by providing their services and resources for a day to give our survivors a much needed day of indulgence. Think day spa on steroids. And I'm so excited that as of 2023, Healing Through Love has gone global and we are running Pamper Days in eight different locations around the world. So we might be having one near you. So we'd love to connect with you. If you're an organization who's interested in making a difference and paying it forward, please reach out to us at Healing Through Love. Every week we've got an amazing guest and this week is no difference. We have a spectacular guest. We have Liz Holland. She is the CEO and lifelong sensory processing disorder, SPD, which is also the name of her company. She's an expert and is a six-time international award-winning product designer and entrepreneur who has spent her life seeking solutions to all kinds of everyday problems, just just to live her life in her unrelenting body. And we're going to start today's journey by just having a conversation with Liz about her journey. Hi, Liz. 
Hi, so nice to be here. I wish I was all the way there, actually, but it's nice to be here. <laughs> uh, it is lovely. And it look, I'm just having a look at the temperature here today. So we are at 25 degrees Celsius, which is, that's a nice day. What's the temperature there where you are? Uh, our winters, I'm in the Bay Area, and our winters um, range from about... 55 uh, i'm going fahrenheit because i'm much more comfortable with that it's from about 40 to 65 on average but it gets cold and we're we don't like to overheat or overcool our homes we love fresh air here in the bay area and so it's it's definitely chilly but it is comfortably chilly i love it Look <laughs> my range of Comfort is so narrow. My temperature range is so narrow. I just don't know if I could live another place that that had more extreme temperatures. Well, yeah, Adelaide <laughs> might not be the place for you. We have had temperatures over 50, <laughs> uh, which is very hot, but we mm -hmm. don't snow here. But, you know, something interesting about South Australians is that we've got an incredibly high electricity bills because we are a very strange lot here in South Australia. We will put the air conditioner on if we are mildly uh, too warm and we'll put the heater on if we're mildly too cold. So we won't put on more clothes, we'll just put the air conditioner on. And we're the only state in Australia that's like that and, and our electricity bills are representative of that. I love it. Now, just, I want to dive in, first of all, to so ask questions. You know, what is this disorder? Uh, can you explain a little bit more? Well, uh, sensory processing disorders is a complex neurological disorder. Uh, there's a lot of syndrome. There's a lot of words for it. We want to take the negativity out of it. So disorders being used less and less. But it, it means your senses are super sensitive, super triggered, that when you experience a trigger in, you have the five senses, but you also have sense of equilibrium or sense of balance. There's, you know, it goes beyond just the five senses, but we'll talk about the five senses just to make it easy. But I can have, oh, a dozen triggers in any one sense. And if I if I'm triggered by one thing, then the other senses become hyper alert and hyper, you know, if they might, they might get triggered by something that is, I wouldn't normally get triggered with and they can domino and the domino is where it goes into a real problem, real. And uh, speaking of, you know, childhood abuse, that's, that's what I grew up with. A lot of abuse and a lot of like, what do I do? Uh, how, how do I be as small as I can be to not pay have any attention coming my way so that I didn't get abused? So I actually hung out with the animals a lot. And they taught me so much about unconditional love. Um, and when I became a parent, I really modeled my my parent to a puppy dog and a kitty cat to my children. And, you know, my mom moved out to California. I grew up in Pennsylvania. And um, before she died of cancer, she gave me a card just like days before. It was Mother's Day saying that she wished she took lessons from me on how to be a mother. So, you know, things come full circle. That was a very nice message to get from her. But it's like we have to recover from so many things. And the sensory stuff, I'd just constantly be told I was wrong and bad and what's your problem just get over it 
And I'd be like, I, I should get over it. Why is this big for me? I don't, you know, I, it would be so hard to, to manage this, you know, and I also was heavily dyslexic and I had to hide the fact I didn't know how to read in the traditional start at the beginning and end at the end <laughs> type reading. I could get information from books, but I, you know, it was another area that I was terrified to let anybody know because I would be beaten for it. Or I would be, you know, abused for, for not fitting into the mold. And so, you know, with when I was diagnosed with sensory processing disorder about eight years ago, it just like all the pieces of the puzzle started to come together. And, you know, the first step is like, it's okay. This is me. This is the body I have. I wish I had a different body. I've had headaches every day of my life since I was a teenager. And, you know, they are definitely affected by the sensory issues. Um, and it was just like, it's okay to be me. It's okay to have this body, even though it's very frustrating. Imagine how, you know, like when other people get frustrated with me, I'm like, imagine how hard it is for me to live in this. So, but, you know, that's why I realized I had been making things for decades. Um, just little prototypes here and there because, uh, you know, I needed the situation to be better. And I constantly thinking, well, if I do this and I do that, and then I make that. <laughs> and it, so I've made so many things. So it just seems so obvious to start a company that would not only help people with SPD, but hope everybody that has a nervous system <laughs> because we all get triggers. It's not just sensory stuff. It's like the world, you know, the, the global politics, global warming, civil unrest, taking away our rights as women in this country, you know, all of these big, big things that affect us or road rage or your job or whatever, where, you know, our nervous systems respond to these things. And, and a lot of people first don't notice their nervous system. Second, they, if they do notice it, they think it is what it is. They can't do anything about it. But I like to challenge my the people that buy my products to notice. Notice if you had a bad day, get in your my cozy throwsy for people watching. It's a blanket that has hand and feet pockets and the hand pockets have these lovely finger and thumb openings. So you can hold your book and keep your hands warm. Yay. And you put your feet in and there's uh, flares around the ankles. So you have kind of enough room and it, like just notice the difference if it's if it helps bring your nervous system down then awesome you know that's one tool you'll have i encourage them to have more tools <laughs> if they need them my puppy dog's a wonderful tool <laughs> she helps me um, okay. you know settle my nervous system and Liz, let's dial it back to have a look at the symptoms because people might not even know what sensory right. perception is. They might not even understand. So right. let's have a look at some of the things that might be the challenge. So you mentioned before we press record that, you know, you wear a hat because sometimes the sun in your eyes can... Add well, all the time, sun in my eyes, that, you know, a ball of light, sun being the biggest, worst one, even a light bulb shining in my face. Um, you know, can take my headache from bad to worse 
instantly. Yeah. Um, I have so many texture things. I have to cut out the tags and clothing the moment they get home. Um, the fabrics have to be soft, the, you know, and even when you do all of these things, there can, you can still feel that. Like I had a little gold necklace, had a little clasp in back, just very simple thing. And, you know, kept one bugging me, <laughs> kept one kind of going. Ew, ew, ew. And, you know, I'm like, Liz, take the necklace off because it's a, it's a little tiny trigger, but it's a trigger. And, you know, if another thing happens and then another thing, then, you know, this is very manageable. I'm sitting at home in my office. I don't need a necklace on right now. Um, but then there's smells, any kind of toxic smells. Oh, they're just the worst. And that one can can be so like you can't unsmell it. It's like you feel the smell in your nose. And even when the smell's not in the air anymore, I feel like I can still smell it. And it's like, I, I can't unsmell. It's so I have to, I would say the best way to the first sign of taking care of is to not experience in the first place, wear the hat, be cut the tags out of the clothes, do these things, be, you know, have an honest look. If it bugs you, it bugs you. It's not right or wrong. It just does. <laughs> so if you can kind of fend off your environment to not experience in the, in the, in the first place, you have nothing to recover from. So but then you adult, have to also have tools for recovering from things. So, so when adult, I head out into the world, it's like challenge. What am I possibly going to experience? And how do I have things with me that will help me? And, you know, it's a lot of work. I honestly feel like I do about 100 things a day. I love yeah. it. Okay. So as an adult, Liz, we've got uh, an ab ability to have that level of awareness. Yes. Mm -hmm. So we can notice if something's annoying us. We can ask ourselves that question. We can put that space between thought and action. Absolutely. But for a child, how do we help children who maybe they haven't been diagnosed? And maybe we call right. them fussy. Like, you know, how do us adults, how do mm -hmm. we help children? What do we do? Do we get them assessed? Do we ask them <laughs> questions? What do oh, we definitely. There's, there, you know, about 90% of the, the, um, information you'll find online for sensory processing disorder or the various names sensory integration are for children so it's a wonderful thing that that people are noticing in the first place and helping children from and i think that's awesome um and uh but there's all of us adults that are like wait I've been experiencing it and it's, it's known to be hereditary. I guess I feel like I didn't pronounce that right. But so if the child has it, so does the adult in some way often. Um, there's a wonderful uh, Dr. Brooke who, who is, who has wonderful website. It just popped into my mind that she does both uh, like the full sensory integration for mom, dad, kid. And um, I, I just love the way that she shares about it. She has a fun way of saying, you know, doing little videos and making little like, oh, I can't handle that. Or, oh, I'm so this oh, triggers that, you know, how to tell your sensory, you're, you're in sensory overload or your nervous system needs some love. 
So um, Brooke Weinstein, I think she goes as Dr. Brooke on Instagram. That's one. There's the sensory nerds who I love. They're, they focus specifically on, on adults. But there's if you have a sense that your kid has a reaction to anything to do with senses, they won't eat the food that you put on the table. And you're like, God damn, eat the food. I used to sit at the table three, four hours crying until I finally was allowed to go to bed without eating it. Cause I just couldn't eat it. And, you know, so it's, you know, your kid. And if they're having a big reaction that seems too big for the situation, then yeah, let's start, start looking at this for them. And then, you know, who do you, who do you employ or bring on or what doctor? Um, there's a lot of resources for that. And I, you know, because there's so few resources for adults, I have a lot of it. I've gathered the best information from various places and it's on my website, um, cozies.com, C-O-Z-Y-Z-Z-Z.com or sensoryproductdesign.com. And there's this whole big, nice, juicy section of, of things you can learn about having, uh, if you think, oh my God, this is me. This, I connect to this so much. It's me. Um, and, uh, you know, there's not, there's doctors, regular traditional doctors don't know a lot about it because it's so complex and so unique to each person. My triggers, my senses, the way that they are triggered, the reaction that comes with the trigger is my own. It, it, even if I had somebody beside me that had the exact same senses that gets triggered, We'd have a lot of things in common. We'd have a lot of things that are completely different. Mm. And so I feel like we're on our own. We not we're on our own till we find support, either a, a occupational therapist that understands SPD. That's kind of a great thing to have, but also just sharing with each other. The sensory nerves do great, like tactile session, and you have to be qualified to be in the group. Um, you know, you take a test about how sensory, <laughs> how uh, how much you're affected by your senses. And and then you have kind of like a group therapy session where people go, oh, this is how I handle this. Oh, that's a good idea. What about this? Does anybody else experience that? And, you know, you get the support that way. But you have to be willing, like as adults, for me, it took a long time before I really was able to reach out. And, you know, talking about abusive childhood, it's it's not it was not in my comfort zone at all to reach out to people or connect with them. Now it very much is, but you know, I had to do a lot of work to get over many levels of of abuse before I could live this beautiful life that I now live. <laughs> but it's a lot of work. <laughs> oh, so, lot. so, Liz, how is someone going to know if they're on the spectrum? Like, is is it just having that level of awareness to know that mm, is that how everyone else responds? I mean, sometimes we don't yeah. have conversations. For me, it's in like a oh my god, that's me. You know, the response is oh, that's me. Oh my god, when I first heard about it, when I first heard about dyslexia. I was, oh, Oh my God. But I was terrified to tell anybody. I didn't know what to do with the information until I worked up the courage to ask the person who was a professor when my sophomore year of college it took me two months to get up the, get up the courage to just ask him about it. And, you know, and then 
it, you start to learn more, you get find out how to get the support you need and things like this. Um, so it's that, oh my God, that's me first. But then, you know, I like to think of all of these things, there's gifts behind them. Uh, all of the my diagnosis, dyslexia, I got away with it. I got A's and B's and occasional C's because I learned all kinds of different ways to learn. So then when I was diagnosed, I thought about a year later, I said, I think I can do this. I can read starting at the top and finishing at the bottom. I, swear, I, I can, I can, I can. And I taught myself how to do it. But I had all these other skills that I wouldn't have developed if I if I knew how to read. It's interesting. And, you know, sensory processing disorder, I realized I notice every little detail. I am obsessed with the details of one thing about the whole thing that doesn't work. How do I fix that? How do I come up? Do I make this? Do I do that? So it, be, it made me a really good designer, you know, because I, love it. I don't let anything slide by. You know, if the, the hand pockets are so smooth and perfect. And, you know, if there were seams here, it would drive me batty. <laughs> so I, you know, that's the gift behind the diagnosis. So it's not like I encourage people that say, oh, that's me. Oh, my God. What do I do? What do I do? It's wonderful to know to 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 get to the place where you can start to tell loved ones and say, this is this is how I experience things. And I'd really like you to be supportive of me. <laughs> you know, there's even the sensory nerds, they do classes just specifically on how to communicate what you now know about yourself. And so it's a journey for sure. But even though the first hint of, oh my God, that's me is scary. It's not too far from starting to have help and starting to embrace it yourself and understand this is just you. Mm. Nobody, you know, you're not wrong and bad for being you. We don't have to be everything to everybody all the time. We just are ourselves and we have our strengths and our weaknesses. And we want to, you know, do more things that that play into our strengths and make us stronger. And we want to, you know, be okay with not being good at other things. <laughs> it doesn't we're not supposed to be, you know, there's somehow in this world that people seem to think everybody's supposed to be good at everything. And mm. it's just not. <laughs> so it starts with the, having that level of awareness and so that you can see that perhaps maybe you, you react differently. So that's having that awareness of your triggers and then mm -hmm. realizing that, you know, everybody is different and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And bringing that level of self-love, to nurture your nervous system and finding these beautiful products that you supply that help nurture the nervous system. And really at the base level, it's all about self-love and loving yourself the way that you are. Is that right? Is that right, Liz? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. And if you came from abuse, that you have to rewrite that. You know, you have to find the ways that and be honest with yourself that these things happened and they don't work for you. And how do you create what you want? And coming from love was my, my guidepost always, you know, what's the more loving solution? What, you know, what do I do now on anything? Well, what's the biggest win, the biggest love, you know, and that's my choice. You um, know, that's my guiding pattern sorry. and my nervous system. Cause it doesn't lie. If my nervous system gets around somebody and I, 
you know, I feel that kind of like, oh, this does not, and I don't have to, I don't have to hang out with them. In fact, I decided it takes a lot of energy for me to hang out with people, even if they're my favorite people in the world. And I often come home from that and I'm like, I've used all my adrenaline and I crash. And it's because it happens whether I'm with my favorite people or with them. With assholes, I I'm like I don't have to hang out with assholes anymore. Neither, neither, neither. <laughs> and I just kind of like I believe that everybody needs at least fifty one percent positive to forty nine percent negative. It's my fifty one percent philosophy. And so you know there are negative things we have to deal with. We're stuck with that, and there's the negative things that we don't have to deal with it. When I was coming up with this philosophy, my daughter was like, mom, when are things going to get better? And I'm like, I don't know, but I know they will. And I know that we have fiercely loved each other every single day of this. And, you know, at least no one has cancer. Nobody's been shot. We don't live in a war zone. You know, at least we do. <laughs> there are worse things out there, sweetie. And literally two weeks later, my older daughter gets diagnosed with cancer. And I'm like, <laughs> so, you know, that was big. I had to deal with it. I had to be the best mom I could be to her. She was 22 at the time. And, and, but it was like, but I don't have to do these other things. This Linnea needs me. And, you know, I find that, just push gently pushing them away was better than shoving because if you shove them they come back meaner <laughs> gently limit the amount of time energy attention love that you're gonna let these people these situations have of you and um and then how do you get more good stuff well my philosophy is when you experiencing something good Take five seconds to say, ah, oh, yes, that sounds so good. <laughs> that's the stuff. That's the stuff I want to have more of. And, you know, get good at soaking up the good stuff at a higher level. You don't have to physically double the time to double the the joy that it brings you, you know. Like goosebumps. You can't fake goosebumps. <laughs> goosebumps happen when something really, really special happens. So like soak it up. And and so even through her, you know, years of cancer, who she is now, we just met, hit the 11 year mark and the, the 10 year was a really big deal. So yay that she's doing much better. But, you know, that during that time, I was able to be you know, above that level. And I got good at the skill set. And then when she's get better and circumstances were better, now I live at 80, 85%. So it's a wonderful thing to, a wonderful skill to bring in that, like, how do I have gently push away and invite more in and, and it works. Excuse me. I love it. I love it. So you're absolutely correct. The research behind having that space of gratitude, uh, it's you know, 540 hertz right up there with joy and love and just mm -hmm. having that level of gratitude towards the things, even the smallest things and just soaking mm -hmm. that can help us live a more empowered life. I love the fact 
that you discovered that you were dyslexic. I'm dyslexic, have been all of my life. And uh, it's fascinating that now LinkedIn have dyslexia as a skill set. So it's oh. recognized as a skill set because we think differently. We'll always right. find an outcome for something. We'll always find a solution for something because our brain is wired differently. We don't right. see the world the same way. We see a resol- resolution, basically. We see a solution to what others would see as a problem. And it is a unique skill set. And yeah, right. I find it's very analytical. Yes. Our analytical powers are you know we put it all together and we can see all the different levels that bring us to that solution or you know that's how I got away with it in school I'd let you know we had a reading assignment and I'd let other people answer a couple questions and I'd be thinking about it from an analytical point of view and I'd raise my hand and I'd say something intelligent and relevant and the teacher often gave me, if it was in the book, sometimes it was in the book. <laughs> sometimes, you know, and if it wasn't, I'd get extra credit because they were like, yeah, she's thinking. That's great. But that's how, because if you hide behind your book and hope the teacher doesn't call on you, then you, you know, you that is get not caught. <laughs> so you named your company Sensory Product Design, which is fascinating because it's the same acronym for um, SPD, which is right. Processing Disorder. Uh, I love that. That's very clever. Mm-hmm. And the product that you, you're wearing right now, for those listeners, right. that Liz has actually got it on, um, is the uh, it's the Cozy Throzy. Is that, is that, am I saying it right? Mm-hmm. Cozy Throzy. Yeah. But you have a junior version, so for children, and it's called a Cozy Cozy. Is that right? Or a Cozy Cozy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a cozy co z z z like the acronym little z z z's, um, and so and cozy throw z z z. So that's our cozy cozies and cozy throwsies. And in the spring we'll have a cozy gozy, and we have a cozy tozies. That's the the flagship line of products. I have a bunch more products in the pipeline that help people soothe their their senses, but the cozy line is our first. Um, and uh, and that can be accessed on the website which is going to be in the show notes and also in the show description and that's cozyzzz.com so i Mm -hmm. love that and we've got a range of products there an explanation as to how they work why they work and i would suggest that if you're not sure give it a go try it and see (laughs) if it works because if you're people are blown away they're so like i get so many messages of people going Oh my God, it's so much better than I thought. There, there's never been a blanket that addresses the warming your extremities. And if you, if your hands and feet are cold, it's very hard to relax. You know, you get your body warm, but the hands and feet are still popsicles. And so, if you can get those taken care of, and then if you're like me, where you have very narrow range of comfort, and I get warmed up very fast in this because it's two layers. So we don't have any bad side. Good side of fleece is on both sides and then five layers in the pocket. So I get warm so fast, but I can like take my hands out and the little weight of the pockets keeps it on your arms and shoulders. I take my feet out because too hot is actually worse for me than too cold because it's harder to solve, you know, to cool your feet down when they're too hot. So, you know, I notice and I pull them out and then they start to get cold. I put them back in and it's just right here, ready to go. And it fits 
anybody from five to six feet tall, even six, three tried it and it it fit. Um, So in the child version, it's like a swaddle. That's the thing. It's like an adult swaddle. You really, truly have that same experience that we, why we swaddle our babies. Mm. And, you know, our young children also haven't been swaddled in a long time and we haven't been swaddled. So it's just like, it feels so nice. I have people that bought three at our Kickstarter, bought two more and then bought two more. <laughs> seven of them for the whole family. <laughs> That's true. So it keeps everyone warm, keeps your electricity bills down as well. So everyone in South Australia would really love that idea because we've got such high electricity bills. I love it. And more to the fact that it keeps you warm is that it soothes your nervous system. It, in a way, shows you love, the type of love that's going to help soothe your nervous system so that you feel, as you say, Liz, you feel swaddled, you feel loved. And and if you're on the spectrum, you'll understand that 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 pressure that we have, that we need on our bodies, is actually that calms us down. And uh, so not only keeping yourself warm, but also helping soothe your nervous system. And this is only one of the many products that Liz actually has designed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, weighted blankets have been really big for people on the spectrum, but they're really hard to sit up in. They're great for lying in your bed or lying down, but they just, they don't work when you're sitting. And and this actually works in both ways. And you can get yourself all wrapped up and then go sideways with it and be so completely uh, tucked in all the way around and comfortable you know, in any position. And when you want to get up, you just pop it out. Or if you're of a certain age and you have a hot flag, (laughs) they comes along and you're like, get it all off and you're free. And then after it's over, often you get cold again right away. And so you're like, just back in it and everything's good to go. You go get something, open it up and just the very back down. It's right in place and everything, you pop it right back on whenever you need that extra bit of warmth or like it or like me where it's like I was like it, it's the Goldilocks syndrome this one's too hot this one's too cold <laughs> so three people are like this one's too itchy this one's too I feel I relate to those uh those fairy tales and I think that you know that they're honestly about people like us or the princess and the pea that has the 30 mattresses piled up and she can feel that pee <laughs> the same way. I love it. So even if you're not on the spectrum, you can actually see that these are amazing products. What I would suggest is that you save the, the website and bookmark it so that you can come back and see all of the new products and you can get mm-hmm. onto the mailing list and you can see as each new product actually is developed and sent out. If you've got children with this challenge, absolutely, this is a place to go to shop and also for yourself as well. I love it. It's been such a joy today, Liz, speaking with you and how beautiful it is that you've got your own personal story of discovery that late in life you discovered that you've got this challenge and then put all the pieces together, understanding that it starts with that level of awareness, having that idea, you know, what your triggers are so that you can manage them, you know, even down to wearing the hat so that you know that even if it's not bright outside, as it's foggy, frequently is there in the bay, that you've got your hat on and then even if it does turn up that you can actually manage those particular triggers. I love that you've designed an entire product line that has soothed your nervous system 
and conceive the nervous system of the world. I love it. And thank you so much for your honesty and sharing with us your your personal past as to you know how you develop these challenges is coming from that you know not safe environment um, growing up. I love that you've had. Uh, it's been such a wonderful 30 minutes. It feels like we could talk forever, Liz. I love it. And for listeners today, the the URL, the, so the website link for the uh, Cozy products is going to be in the show notes and also in the show description. Just as a close today, Liz, is there some advice that you'd like to give our listeners today? Well, I did. Since you are a global podcast, uh, if you're in a country that doesn't we don't yet sell to and you would like to well first have the product but if you're interested in becoming an affiliate or or joining our team you're so psyched about all of this just reach out to me who who knows maybe we can set up the uh, selling cozy products in your country as well so i very much encourage it and especially australia because i'd love a good excuse to come (laughs) Uh, and since your winter is opposite of ours, we could continue to sell year-round the products that are more wintry. The Cozy Gozies more for spring, but we'll take care of people in all seasons. I love that. I love that. And uh, it's been a privilege and a pleasure to have a conversation with you today, Liz. And thank you so much for your honesty and your authenticity in talking about your challenges and how you've built an entire business in and around having that level of awareness around what your triggers are and how you've solved those with your beautiful product line. If you're listening today and you want to make a difference with Healing Through Love and contribute to our Pamper Days for survivors of family and domestic violence, please reach out to us. We have eight different locations on the globe now. Very excited and that we're expanding that in 2024 and 2025. It's been a privilege to hold this space with you and we look forward to chatting with you soon. That's a goodbye from me and a goodbye from Liz. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Healing Through Love. You can get further resources, see the show notes, or simply reach out to us via our website at htlaustralia.org. Thanks so much for joining us, and we look forward to your company next time on the Healing Through Love podcast.